Hey, what's going on, guys? Big Duke here. And on this episode of the Hogsman Podcast, Mike Camden and Devin Sparks bring to you the first ever Hockey Awards. So sit back, relax, and hope that whoever you chose to win these awards walk away tonight with that golden hog. Time for the podcast. Wrong, 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 wrong. Wrong, 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 wrong. You're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong. you've all been waiting for from just north of the border he's the hombre with no nombre mi hermano from another mamo he's the sailor moon of professional wrestling el numero uno that's right you're listening to one of the three hogsmen devin's gone somebody tell big duke because Big Duke still thinks he's he's on the show. Nope, Devin's on the the red and black, the mm. Hogs Pack. And this is not the Hoggy Awards and tonight. It's n- not the Hoggy Awards tonight. But uh, Big Duke couldn't make it this week either. Said he'll be here next week. And it is uh, Tuesday night, February 9th. You're listening to El Numero Uno, Mike Camden. This is the Hogsman Podcast. Riding solo again. But I got my man NPA uh, here, Adam. What's going on, man? Back again. Let's uh, strive for getting some more people on here, so you don't have to just keep dealing with my shit. Ah, I'll keep dealing with it. It's not a big deal. What's going on, man? The weekend. Let's talk about it. The weekend. He did. He played the halftime of the Super Bowl. That's didn't right. watch it. Didn't watch. <laughs> didn't it. Didn't watch the Super Bowl or the halftime show. Uh, actually, um, so we recorded. At Level Up Pro Wrestling, we recorded some matches for the IWTV. Uh, I don't know thing we're gonna Level Up's gonna be yeah. putting matches on IWTV. The content, the content. Um, so we Sunday I was busy. I was recording matches at the school. Uh, got done. Got home to watch uh, the second half. And might I say it might be the boring half of the Super Oof. Bowl. There was not a good half of that Super Bowl. <laughs> well, so. Uh, I had a match uh, with a ta- I was in a tag match um, myself and uh, Sweet Robin Shaw tagged up to take on the team of Eight Bit Lit Juan Matatoli and Casey Douglas. Uh, some people might say, Mike, how could you do that? You're already involved in a tag team. How can you cheat on Devin like that? Well, well, one, I'm not booking this shit, uh, and two, I actually did wear my American Kaiju shirt during the match. Because I wanted Devin to be involved in some way. So that's the best I could do. Yeah. You got to do what you got to do. You got to do what you got to do. So uh, while we were kind of waiting to, to go on, uh, Shaw had the had the match on. Or I'm sorry, the uh, the game on. And I wasn't watching because they were just watching on his phone. 
but I could hear the first two touchdowns. Wait, was it three three touchdowns in the first half? Yeah, it was pretty much over by the end of the first Man, half, I think. fucking Bucks and Brady came out swinging. Haymakers. Something we're never going to see again. Like, this is, like, one of the most ridiculous things. He literally just went to another team and just won a Super Bowl in a year where there was no training camp, no preseason. Yeah. He just stormed in and said, I'm just going to take this team to the Super Bowl and win it. Yeah, man. Um, A lot of people had the Chiefs to win. Yes. My wife included. She uh, lost $200 in uh, in her bets. But, uh, man, a lot of, lot of odds stacked against the Chiefs. And it, it was weird because there was a lot of uh, Sunday morning action for the Bucks, and people were putting a lot of money. There was a guy who put like a million dollars on the Bucks Ugh, to cover the Jesus. spread. And it was like plus three. And I'm like, take like, I don't know what I would have done, but well, so you had two, uh, the offensive line for the chiefs are missing two tackles. They're starters, right? Yep. That's huge. Now you might say, well, they, they had the backup, the secondary guys in there. Uh, you know, obviously to just be on an NFL team, you have to be very good. Yeah. But then there's also that, that little gap in between a a starter and the secondary. And it's a small gap, but it's huge. Yeah. It makes when you get to that level. Yeah. Um, so I mean, like I said, I I didn't see this the first half. I watched the second half and, and Mahomes was scrambling like a motherfucker, you know, the, the, the bucks defensive linemen, they were all over his ass. Um, okay. He's got a hurt foot. Mahomes has got a hurt He's foot. Surgery on his turf toe, I think, tomorrow. And Mahomes just got concussed, right? Or or something bad happened to him about like what three, four weeks ago? Yeah, about about a month ago, yeah. Um, I mean, it's just up. They, there was a lot of there were the odds. The odds were against the Chiefs. If you if you start to break it down that way, like oh shit, yeah. And so then what? The the Bucks defense goes okay. Listen, uh, cover Tariq Hill, cover his ass. And Kelsey, and then we're good. There was a couple of like uh, throws that Mahomes made that were just like insane that should have been caught. Yeah, and like, yeah, I think that would have switched the dynamic of the game if those players had caught it. But the breaks were just not going for them in that game. But I mean, they'll be back. He's twenty five years old, dude. That guy has a long, yeah, very good career ahead of him. You yeah, know? and this might have been Brady's last chance, for all we know. He's yeah. coming back, but who knows if they're going to be able to be as good next year. Yeah, exactly, man. Every year, you don't know. You don't know. They could they, they could lose every game next year. Yeah, and not to be the conspiracy theorist, but you cannot convince me that that uh, stadium was only 25% capacity. Oh, if you I saw that crowd. That there was everyone was sitting somewhere. The seats I, were filled. I thought they had like a lot of cutouts or something like that. They did have a lot of cutouts, but then like you look up in the stands and you see like maybe they're like separating row by row, but there was plenty of people there. Yeah. Uh, you know, what was pretty funny was, uh, was it like three minutes left that bucks defensive, uh, was like a safety who was covering Hill and got the, uh, the taunting foul, yeah, the peace sign for the peace sign. And I was like, that's pretty weak that they threw it on that. Right. I mean, it's kind of stupid for him to do it, yeah. but also by that time it's like the game's over. But do you know the story behind why he did that? Yeah. Okay. So Tariq Hill did it to him while he was, he was scoring on his ass, uh, previously in the season. Yeah. Right. So, so why isn't that taunting when you're literally running into the end zone, giving homeboy that's chasing you down the peace sign? What's the difference? I have no idea. 
there 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 was an, another thing I noticed. There was a lot of there was like one drive you pretty weren't watching this point. There's like one drive in the first quarter where it it just felt like every time it was third and like long and the Bucks were about to turn the ball over like there was like a call like a holding call or there was like a holding call and a field goal which you almost never see. Yeah. So then the Bucks keep driving and they end up scoring the touchdown on that drive and it kind of shifts the momentum of the game. Mm. And I don't like to be that guy that says Brady gets all the calls, but that was a really weird like series of events but at the end of the day brady still outplayed mahomes so uh i remember what john madden said he said uh there's holding on every play exactly there's holding on every play just the matters it's all in the if the refs are going to call it or not yeah exactly and they usually don't there was the game a couple weeks ago the chiefs were playing where oh no it was the packer game where like all game they were no, not calling anything not calling anything and then on like the last drive for the bucks they finally called like a pass interference and it was like Okay, that was pass interference, but you let this go in like two quarters earlier. Like, what's the difference? Like, I don't know. Referees, man. Got to be fair. Sports. Got to be fair. Tim Donahue's of the world. <laughs> uh, but yeah, man, the Bucks won. You know, hey, cool, dude. I, I think it's kind of cool to watch the career of Tom Brady. Yeah. I mean, think about it. He's been in the season for how many? What do we got? Like 18 seasons, probably? He's, like, he's 20 now. Jesus. I think this is his 20th season. But I've basically watched his whole career. Absolutely. Uh, NFL career. And not a lot of people are going to say they they were able to watch one of the greatest players to ever do it on the field. And, you know, you and I did. Yeah. Him, him by himself has now more championships than any NFL franchise. My wife was like, wait, so who has the most Super Bowl rings? And I was like, him. <laughs> and he just beat his own record. Yeah. Um, I think, actually, I looked that up. I think the next person has like five and then there's a whole bunch of people with four yeah. Super Bowl ring, which is crazy. And man. there's a bunch of random people like LaShawn McCoy, who's a running back who never plays anymore. He's been on the last two Super Bowl champs. Really? So now he has two rings, but he didn't contribute. But it's like there's a backup offensive lineman who's going to be out of the league in three years. That's like, I got a Super Bowl ring. You know what's nuts too is I'd like to see how many players go through the league without ever even take getting a whiff of the Super Bowl. Yeah. You know, yeah. like Damn Damaro, I think he played in one. Right? I can't remember. But yeah, I know I he didn't I know he didn't win one, but I'm I assume he played in at least one. One would assume. I, I can't think of the top of my head right now. But Marino, fucking badass. Love that guy. Laces out. Laces out. Ace Ventura. Ace Ventura. Uh but yeah man, so my Sunday was uh was pretty busy with doing that. Uh, the match that I was in it went, went well. Um, that'll be coming out pretty soon. It was a lot of fun to tag with Shaw. I'm, uh, you know, I like Shaw a lot. He's a good guy. Two-time guest of the Hogsman podcast. Two-time guest. You know, on these tapings, do you do multiple matches or just one? Just one. Okay. One and done, dog. Actually, I uh, I was like, I even told Benny as soon as uh, my match was done, I grabbed my gear bag and walked out, and I was like, I got to get home. I got to go watch the watch the game. I literally didn't, I didn't, I, I drove home in my gear. I was like, got to go, got to go. I'm, yeah, I'm surprised they even still did those tapings on a Sunday. I'm sure there was a lot of people in that locker room that were really interested in the Super Bowl. Uh, we were running skeleton. It was the yeah. skeleton crew that day. But uh, it's cool, man. You know, like, listen, I have a dream, right? I want to be a professional wrestler. I want to make money. I want to, like, you know, make a, a living off of professional wrestling, right? You can't do that when you're watching other people live their dreams. Yeah. So you got to sacrifice a little bit, right? Um, which we did. And you know what? We didn't miss it. Was it the greatest Super Bowl game ever? No. You didn't then, miss anything. Then we didn't miss anything. We didn't miss anything. 
I don't, how was the commercial? Any commercial stand out? No, there was a. To to be honest, I was drinking heavily, so I really missed a lot of the commercials. But there, I think everyone liked the. There's like a Cheetos commercial with Mila Kunis. Oh, I saw that one. But like for me, like the commercials I like seeing are like the trailers for stuff. But like, there's nothing really coming out. Mm-hmm. The only trailer that was interesting to me is the Falcon and Winter Soldier show that's coming to Disney Plus. Oh, I saw that, but I saw it on YouTube. Yeah, that's why. I mean, and yeah, I saw it on YouTube too. I missed the commercial during the Super Bowl. Okay. And I guess they ran a Fast and the Furious Nine trailer, which features which I don't give a fuck about anymore. Look at that. Why not? It features your boy's boy, John Cena. Oh, that's cool, man. But I don't care about Fast and the Furious. Yeah, those movies. those movies are like they're for a niche crowd. I mean, but at least they they know what they are. I haven't cared about the Fast and the Furious movies since the first one, and then the second one, right? The one with uh, Ludacris and and Tyrese, and yeah, that was that was good. I, I like those two, and that's it. So you've never seen any of the newer ones? I've seen. Um, was it Fast and Furious? I think I saw that one. That one's not great. And then I tried watching that Shaw and Hobbs. Mm-hmm. Fuck! I was like, "This is fucking stupid." I, I couldn't even make. I, I turned it off. Yeah, I don't. And listen, I understand it's a movie. You know, you suspend disbelief. And all, but come on, man, come the fuck on! Like, I don't know. I, I'm just. I'm not a big fan of the franchise, anyways. Yeah. So then, when you add like that pile of garbage onto it, it's like, no, I, I don't care. I yeah, don't it's care. Just, it's it's it's. At this point, they know how ridiculous it is, so they're like trying to get as ridiculous as possible. Like, yeah, that's so, like I think Ludacris did an interview where someone asked him if they're ever going to go to space, and he did like that thing that people do when they can't say it, but they can imply it. Like, yeah, yeah. when these movies are going to go to fucking space, and I'm like, all right, yeah, all right, <laughs> all right. But uh, you brought up the uh, the Winter Soldier and the Falcon. Speaking of the MCU. You you watch WandaVision? Absolutely. Motherfucking incredible. So I um I watched the first two or three, right? When they were still kind of like the Dick Van Dyke show. Yeah. Bewitched, you know, like that kind of stuff, right? And I was like, okay, it's interesting. I don't I know I understand they're going somewhere. I don't know where the fuck they're going, yeah. but they're going somewhere with this. Um they're just, you know, they're setting it up. Yeah, they do little teases like the, the commercial. like I don't know if you know notice like the commercials they run during the sitcom y things were like it was like Hydra and like Stark Industries were like the brands that were sponsoring the things. Oh, I didn't like they were that. teasing little stuff throughout, like before it got to where we're at now. Okay, I, I didn't even notice that on the on the commercials, but um, so I think the last two episodes, I think it's four and five. Yeah, I hadn't seen them, and actually while we we're we we're filming at Level Up. Uh, somebody brought it up, uh, brought up the show, and and I was like, yeah, I haven't seen the newest episodes, you know, the four and five episode. Yeah. I'm like, does it get like, does it turn the corner and start ticking up? And they're like, yeah. And I was like, all right, I gotta watch it then. And they were fucking right, man. MCU doing MCU shit. They're so fucking good at this stuff. Yeah, they are so good at this stuff. I mean, the first Avengers movie was the Hulk, right? And that started in 2008. Or something like uh, that. Iron Man was the one that kicked it off. All the MCU movies. Actually, no, it was the Hulk. No, the Hulk. The, you're talking. Are you thinking of the Eric Bana Hulk? I'm thinking of the one where actually Tony Stark showed up in the post credits. Yeah, they did that one after. I think it was but, either the same year or it was like after. Ah, eh, come on, let's be real here. Because Tony Stark showed up and he was already Iron Man at that point. So yeah, but that was the first Hulk movie, or like that. That, that, that was the one that counted as part of the MCU because exactly. they did another one. So with Eric Bana, I'm I'm right here, Adam. I'm right. I'm right. 
I can look it up if you want. Uh, it's all right. It's all right. right. But I, because Tony Stark showed up in the post credits, so yeah. like basically that was an MCU movie. Oh um, no, no, it was. I'm not denying it was. It was yeah. one. They just changed the actor playing Hulk. Yeah, which it's kind of. I like I like Eric Bana, and then they had uh, Edward Norton. Was Edward, the, Norton. Edward Norton was supposed to be the MCU Hulk. Yeah, but apparently he's like a you know hard to deal with. I, when I saw that, I did not believe that Edward Norton was going to sign on to be in like twenty movies. There's no chance. And then uh, Mark Ruffalo took over. Yeah. I think he does a great job. Yeah, he's great as the Hulk. Um, but anyways, to think about like it started off in what like 2008 or something like that. Yeah, and you st- and they have just been slowly methodically just killing it yeah. you know just leading up to these incredible stories you've never seen anything like this in movies oh. it's nuts and now they're like oh that's cool we've already dominated the movies let's do tv shows yeah boom killed it but uh wandavision's getting so good i love where they're going with it um it kept my interest the, the two episodes i was like i gotta watch the next one yeah um, it's one of those shows I stay up until like I'm up anyway, but like once midnight hits and it pops up on Disney plus, I turn it on right away. That's the dickhead move. Why? By a lot of people. Well, not to watch it, spoil but the, it. the spoiler, mother, the motherfucker spoiling it. Cause I remember, uh, with the Mandalorian with, yeah. uh, when Skywalker shows up as soon as I woke up and you know, like I start getting my day ready and I check Twitter and people have, are already spoiling it. It's like yeah. six 30 in the morning. And it's like, yo, guys, can we give this a little bit of time? Like uh, last week, the big spoiler at the end. We don't have to say it if we don't want to. Whatever. I don't know. All right. Spoiler alert. Adam's about to spoil something. And three, two, one, go. So at the end of the episode, her brother shows up who had died in Age of Ultron. Which I popped. Yeah. But it was it was the guy who played that character in the X-Men movies that are now part of, I guess, some part of the MCU now that they're going to turn into. And trending on Twitter within like 20 minutes was like Pietro, which is the character's name. And I was like, I didn't get it. Cause I forgot his like name. Cause I think it's Quicksilver. Quicksilver. I think of the name. So I see that and I'm like, Oh, that's weird. And then I watch at the end and he pops up and I'm like, what the fuck are they doing? Like, what is this? Yeah, like, what it, is it, this show? It blew my mind. Cause I I'm watching with my wife. Right. And my wife has watched a lot of the, the Avengers and MC yeah. movies, but she don't fucking care about this shit. Yeah. You know, she likes, she, she likes the guardians of the galaxy. She likes Thor for obvious reasons. Good looking motherfucker. Yeah. Um, but I was telling her like, okay, when, 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 uh, Scarlet witch answered the door and you saw the, the back of the head, uh, of Quicksilver, I was like, oh, okay. They're bringing back Quicksilver doing something with them. And then when they showed his face, I was like, that's not the right Quicksilver. And then I had to break it down to my wife, which still probably made no sense to her. And I thought the, the way they addressed it was hilarious. Where the girl from Thor was like, wait, he re- she recast Pietro? And like, <laughs> yeah. Like, and that's funny, too, because like they I love how they keep bringing in like these uh, extra characters or, you know, like um, what is it? Uh, um, Ancillary characters? No, like the uh, supporting cast. Supporting cast. Yeah. They keep bringing them back in. And just, they're people you've seen before. Yeah. Like the Asian guy is he was in Ant-Man. Like, yeah. He's a good character too. Yeah, they're talking about doing like an entire series built around him, like X Files style, with him now. Yeah, he uh, actually, I, I enjoy uh, his presence on screen. He he does a really good job. So yeah, man, this WandaVision, it's 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 getting good, man. And it's all supposed to tie into the next Spider Man movie, is what I've heard. Oh, for real? So yeah, I think tor- like 
there was a reference to someone in that episode that she was going to call like a scientist or something. And I'm wondering if at some point this is going to tie into the Spider-Man movie at some point. I mm-hmm. don't know when or how that's going to happen. But yeah, so like the next thing I think that's coming out after WandaVision, other than the Falcon and Winter Soldier, is that the Spider-Man movie I think comes out either the end of this year or the beginning of next year. Sweet. So Sweet. We'll see. Um, by the way, did you know that uh, Scarlet Witch, she's a... The Olsen twins, yes. sister. Which I cannot, I cannot wait till they do a Full House type episode sitcom. I'm just gonna. Well, gonna so be too, so funny. Apparently, they Fuller House. Yeah. Uh, the the spinoff from Full House. They tried getting her to fill in as Michelle, right? Yeah. But uh, apparently, I mean, it would have worked. Like it would have. Yeah. She. I mean, she looks like basically identical yeah. to them. And it's crazy that she's the most famous one and no one ever heard of her when they were growing up. Like she was just like, she was in their movies, but she wasn't really a part of it. Yeah. Which I guess might've been to her benefit. Cause she was kind of able to actually like improve her acting ability and stay under the radar and not be looked, Oh, you're an Olsen twin. Yeah. So now she can be in these movies. Well, so it seems like the Avengers is like her big break, right? The Scarlet Witch character. Like, I feel like that's her yeah. biggest role. Yeah. I, I don't remember seeing her in anything else. She's She was in the Godzilla movie, the first Godzilla movie. Yeah. And that was not good. But like, yeah, I mean, she's really, she's done other stuff, but it's all like smaller budget stuff. Yeah. But yeah, like I, they, they seem to be going full bore with her now. So I would imagine if the show keeps going the way it's going, she's probably going to end up being the main villain going forward after this show. That is interesting. Like uh, she's kind of playing the heel role right now. And that's the thing that's interesting about Marvel is like, they can take a person that you've liked for a long time and they can flip it on you if they want. Yeah. At any point you're like, Oh, that's cool. Cause now I understand her backstory, why she would be pissed off about all this. I like how they made the reference that, uh, that she could have like beat Thanos also by herself. By the way, I, I wish we had Chris here. (laughs) <laughs> I was going to say that he has like a weekly, like he's, he gets so mad at these like theories online. I know. I'm like, like every week I'm like, what threads are you going on? Just stop going on. Stop letting them make you mad. Like, And, and by that, I mean, Chris Terry, AKA big daddy Destro. He's uh, helped co-host the, the, the podcast when Devin has been able to make it a couple times. And he's a huge comic book Mark. And he, he would have, I guarantee he would have gone on a huge rant about yeah. this, but, uh, Oh well, I wasn't thinking. I was not thinking to ask him to come in. No, he, he again. He was snubbed, as he said earlier on Twitter. <laughs> he said he was yeah. snubbed as guest of the. Let's year. go over that. Let's go over that. Okay, so a lot of people might not the hoggies. All right, first I want to put this out there. This is Devin's idea, not mine. All right, Devin came up with all the nominees and all the awards and all that kind of stuff. So we are. Let's go over these awards, mm-hmm. and they are. Uh, you could find them on uh, the at Hogsman Pod on Twitter. And Adam set up a uh, a voting. I don't know what the hell you call it. Yeah, Twitter's process. very frustrating. Apparently, you can only make a poll of four, and there's a couple of categories that had five. So I was like, just comment your favorite. And on Twitter, no one did. So. Yeah, well, who cares? Um, let's see this. You got yours up? Yeah. All right, I'm gonna go over uh, this real high. Well, first, let's get this out of the way. The best hog. Yes. All right, you're gonna have a. Uh, a hard choice between myself and Devin Sparks. That's who you're gonna have to vote for. Mm-hmm. So, and as of now, hog. the voting is closed, and you've won. So, oh, is, is the voting closed? Uh, not like- for for some, not for some. Some of the polls are closed. Some of them have like 20 hours left. I don't know what happened with that, but you can still vote on Instagram if you want. But as of now, you've won the 
best hog 60 to 40 percent well i appreciate that thank you very much uh where's the other uh awards i'm looking for it right here it should be in the same thread so if you click on the best hog and then you should be able to just scroll oh here we go all right now we have a uh the nominations for best guests Mm -hmm. all right first one is going to be uh yuma if you remember yuma actually had two episodes because he was so good we had to bring him back he had too many stories to tell and uh it was good stuff Second is uh, B-Boy, Benny. He's been on multiple times. And Dom, Dom Mysterio. He, uh, he's going to be – he's been on, what, three times? Three times, yeah. And he's had a hell of a run right now with the WWE, so he's looking good. Heather Monroe, the first lady of the Hogsman pod. And then we have all the way from down under, Australia. All right, so my wife lived in Australia for oh, really? six months. She did uh, school down oh, there okay and they say australia oh okay uh carlo cannon is that why she likes thor too because she's been probably Australia? Man, probably um uh, i mean he's also a good looking dude so what are you gonna do all right so anyways you can go and vote yuma b-boy dom heather or carlo and let's see next one best non-hog correct i don't know what that means but here's your nominees going to be the uh socal redneck hunter freeman and it's also going to be b-boy benny and then michael hopkins somehow slid in there not sure how Devin got that idea but hey i like mike and uh, if you want to vote for him vote for him you can still vote for that one right now it is a 50 50 tie between hunter and b-boy so go out and vote break that tie (laughs) all right next uh next award is best producer all right, so you're going to have Ted Woods. We all know Ted jumped on for a few episodes and took this podcast to the next level. And then for some reason, I'm on here because I have the Anchor app, and I recorded the first two episodes. You produced two of the episodes, so you're technically a producer. <laughs> yeah, I did a lot. I did so much. And then uh, MPA's up there. MP- MPA's up there for an award. So And Instagram seems to really hate me couple of people were like definitely ted and i'm like okay a ted man ted knows his shit that's awesome but ted like knows his shit you know but also you know adam is uh is really uh helping out the show and uh and he was there for us when we needed him all right here we go next one the nominees for this category is most over <laughs> mind you devin sparks came up with these uh these nominate these uh categories and nominees he explains it all on the hogs cast red and black what most over means so So go ahead and tune into that listen to that all right so first you're gonna have uh b-boy benny then you're gonna have yuma carlo cannon dom and the big dog hammerstone those your uh those your choices who probably should have also been on the list for best guest. I don't really understand why he wasn't. And you did, you did one with Hammerstone too. So, wait, say that one more time. I don't know. I don't know why Hammerstone is in most over, but not best guest. It's very confusing. Oh, all these same people are on the category for best guest, except for Hammerstone. That's a question you have to keep for uh, the American for Devin Sparks. All right, next uh, the next category is going to be best story. So we've had a pretty good amount of guests on here, and uh, they tell stories, and these are the best stories according to Devin Sparks. 
All right. There's going to be my story about shitting my pants during the Rumble. And uh, Devin's story about Colt Cabana. We all know he uh, he basically stalked Colt Cabana while he was in Chicago. Yep. All right. Yuma taking the Steenalizer, which my buddy at Cozy Superkick, Craig, posted a video of this. Yeah. Jesus fucking Christ. Did you watch it? I was there. You were there? I talked to him, Yuma, about an hour before in the hallway. And I could tell that he was really nervous. Yeah. But I didn't know why. And then that happened. And I turned to my friend. And I was like, oh, that's why he looks so nervous. You know, I was there and I was scared the shit out of me. I was like, oh, my God, he's dead. It looks like death. Yeah. Uh, I, I, It blows my mind. Like, and, and, and big ups to anybody that's down to take certain moves. But if you... I'm very quick to say no. <laughs> well, I think uh, there was, I forget who told me this, but I think he told someone that he didn't know what it was exactly when he first agreed to take it. That's right. And then by the time he was taking it, he was like, oh shit, I agree to take this move. <laughs> by the time he, he found out what the move was, he was in was, midair. It was with two ladies like, oh yeah, this is bad. By the time he found out what it was, he hit the turnbuckle yeah. and flew out the ring and said, oh, I should have said no. Yeah. All right. So that's uh, and then the last one is Yuma's One Direction match that he uh, he uh, beat Kurt Angle, and he stood in as Harry Styles. I think it was Harry Styles, yeah. So apparently, uh, Harry Styles wanted to have a match with Kurt Angle. Harry Styles put on a lucha gimmick, right, a full body lucha lucha gear, and Yuma. They did a magic trick and they snuck Yuma in in the same gear. And then Yuma had the match against Angle, beat Angle, and then they switched back out, and Harry Styles took his mask off and said, oh, look, I won. And no, he didn't. It was Yuma. Anyways, freaking. He's had some crazy experiences, Yuma has. Yeah, yeah. man. It's like it's nuts how many stories he has. So and could you imagine that? He's got a win over Kurt Angle. Yeah. That's huge. I wouldn't even know what to do if I was standing across the ring from Kurt Angle if I was a wrestler. Like, I don't know what I'd do. Probably shit my pants. <laughs> exactly. But anyways, those are the Hoggies, guys. Uh, Devin is going to announce the winners tomorrow. Or not tomorrow, uh, on Thursday. Yeah, recording tomorrow, but it'll be out Thursday. Thursday morning, you will have the winners. And what do they get? I don't know. I don't know. This is Devin's thing, but I'm going to support my friend. Yep. And say, go for it, dude. But anyways, let's talk about uh, another podcast that's going to be coming out. The third member of the Hogs, Big Duke. Yeah, he posted something about it today. Big Duke says he's going to start a podcast, and that podcast is going to be called Last Word with Duke. Yeah. It's going to be about pro wrestling, sports, and road stories. So he says he's going to try and debut it in March. Uh, Duke, good luck with the the podcast. I'll be here to support you. Um, If you need any uh, advice on how to do it, let me know because I'm basically a seasoned vet now. Right. I've been doing this for over one year. Are you going to appear as a guest? 52 weeks a year. What? Are you going to appear as a guest? Oh, yeah, sure. If I if, if I can. Uh, we'll see what happens. But, yeah, good for him, man. I hope he does uh, I hope he does well with that. What else is going on, man? What's going on in wrestling? What's going on in the wrestling world? Anything right now? Uh, the only thing that really happened in the last week is Kenta showed up in AEW, and that kind of seems like New Japan and AEW are going to work together. Interesting. Which is a pretty big deal. Yeah. Uh, you haven't seen cross-promotion like this. I mean, AEW is working with Impact, yep. New Japan. Uh, we're going to see how it goes. 
uh, it's going to make people a lot more interested in going to Impact and to obviously New Japan. But like, if these three companies are all working together, you know, a lot of people are not going to want to sign with WWE because there's an opportunity to wrestle way more if they stay in one place. Yeah, yeah, and that's a good thing, man. Opportunity is good. You know, you can't have a monopoly, which WWE had for a long time. Yes. So I, it's good to see that there's there's other options because when there's other options, that means they certain promotions have to give you more money, have to give you more of a, an incentive to work for them. And that's good. I'm glad to hear that. Um, hey, let's talk about um, the Josh Barnett Bloodsport. Mm-hmm. We, we, we dabbled on it yes. a little bit last week. But they announced the card. But they announced the card. Let's check it out. Um, I'm a big fan of this Bloodsport event. I want to be in one. I don't know what I, what the the qualifications is. Like if I have to go like getting like an MMA fight or something like that just to get on this card. But hey, I'll figure it out. But let's uh, let's get into this. Here's the lineup for Bloodsport Four. It's on uh, February 13th. How are they? Uh, how are they? Uh, how can you watch this? Do you know? Uh, looks like you can watch it on uh, bloodsport.watch is a, is a way. Yes, uh, it looks like it's on IPPV. I'm sure it'll be on Fight 2. So uh, it looks like bloodsport, bloodsport.watch. Yeah. I don't know. That looks like the way to watch it. Just go to Josh Barnett's Bloodsport on Twitter and you can find Figure it out, all people. the information you need. Figure it out. All right. One of the, one of the, I don't know like what's the main event or whatever, but here's one of the first, first match is... Jeff Cobb versus Chris Dickinson. Uh, Jeff Cobb, if you all don't know, he is a Olympian in wrestling. Bad motherfucker. Legit, this guy, I've, I've talked to many people. They say he's the strongest person in wrestling. Hammerstone told me he's never felt the power like what Jeff Cobb, you know, like Jeff Cobb's one of the strongest motherfuckers. And if yeah. Hammer is saying that, yes, yeah. you know he's strong as a motherfucker. And he's got the uh, the background, obviously, with his uh, with his wrestling. I mean, the guy's an Olympian. Yeah. Okay. Um, Chris Dickinson, I know he's making a huge name for himself right now with GCW and a lot of stuff. I don't know his background as far as uh, wrestling or any kind of catch he's been wrestling. He's on the indies for so long. I remember hearing about him like 10, 12 years ago. Okay. So, yeah, he's gotten much bigger the last couple of years. Like, he's really bulked up. Uh-huh. But other than that, he's just kind of been that guy that's just kind of floats around the indies everyone likes him but he never really settles into one place yeah i remember uh, i think i haven't seen too much of his matches the one match i did watch he was uh kicking the shit out of uh jordan cruz yes, on prime time that. yeah so that was fun all right next match is going to be uh harry smith son of davy boy versus calvin tankman who i i think i know who he is he's a big dude uh african-american guy i believe I think he wrestles for GCW. I don't know. Yeah, I think he's the one in this picture. But anyways, Harry Smith has a legit catch wrestling background. I know that. Yeah. I'm not, and I don't know what Cal, if Calvin Tankman has a background. I don't know. Next match, uh, Simon Grimm, also known as what was his name in WWE? Oh, he was in the Vaude Villains. I'm trying to remember his name. I can't remember right now. That might have been his name. No. No, it was. Simon Gotch. Sam, there you go. That's why I've got Adam here. That's why I've got Adam here. So Simon Grimm is going up against Tom Lawler, who I remember watching Tom Lawler in the UFC. Bad motherfucker. Obviously, he's got the uh, the pedigree to uh, compete in this event. I also, uh, I think Simon Grimm also has a little bit of a background in catch wrestling. 
Uh, I think you're right. Yeah. yeah. So he certainly is getting into fights from all the rumors you hear. Oh, really? oh, that's right. Yeah. I There's a lot of people that he's gotten to like fights in the locker room with like Sin Cara and other people. Really? I think he like threw a soda at what someone said one time backstage. I've met him. Um, I think a couple times, one time doing extra work. I met him. And then also, uh, he was on the first zealot pro show. Mm-hmm. I was not on the show. Actually, I was at, I was at, uh, it was, it was, uh, Royal rumble weekend. Okay. And there was multiple shows going on that night. Uh, Arizona Wrestling Federation booked me. Zealot Pro booked Devin. And so I went and re- wrestled at Arizona Wrestling Federation and then got out of there and went and picked up Devin. And uh, that show was still running. Uh, but he's, he's uh, he seems nice to me. He's always been nice to me, so I appreciate that. All right, next match is going to be Cal Jack, who is a uh, NorCal guy, I believe. He was signed to... Uh, to uh, developmental with WWE, but was released. Uh, it was kind of a famous. I don't know if it's famous, but it was on. Remember that uh, Breaking Ground show? Yes. Remember then they actually showed the guy getting released. Yeah, that's him. That's oh, really? Cal Jack. Okay. Yeah, and he's been uh, doing it on the indies for the past couple years. He's going up against uh, Nolan Edward, which I, who I'm not exactly sure who that is. So, but hey, man, if you're on this card, I'm sure you deserve it. All right, next match is going to be uh, J.R. Kratos versus Alex Coughlin. Kratos, great guy, man. I, I've been on multiple shows with this guy. I've talked to him in the back. Big motherfucker. Big motherfucker. Uh, actually, I, I remember I teamed, I teamed up with him for a match at uh, AWS a couple okay. years back. Good dude. There's a picture of us walking out, and he looks like he's about to go wrestle a bear. And I look like I'm about to go fucking swim 500 meters. Like, that's the <laughs> fucking difference. Um, he's going up against Alex Coughlin, who is a uh, L.A. Dojo for uh, L.A. Dojo guy. Okay. For New Japan. Um, I've met him before up there. Very nice guy uh, during the tryout. Or uh, I don't even know what it was for New Japan. But he was a nice guy. He was cool. Uh, next match. Here we go. I know both these guys. Bad Dude Tito. It's weird because they have a bad dude Tito-esque and Tito. I think he just goes by bad dude Tito now. Whatever. He's going to be taking on Super Beast. Uh, Tito has been training in uh, jiu-jitsu a lot lately. Okay. I know that. He's actually done some competitions. He's won some competitions. Uh, I don't know what belt he's at right now, but looks like he's doing good. And I think he has like a little bit of a judo background too. Yeah. Not sure. Maybe they just cut his name because bad dude Tito-escondido is a real, like a mouthful. That is a lot. So maybe that's why he just cut down the last name. It's a lot. And then he's going to be in Super Beast, who I'm not sure if, if, if Super Beast has a, a background in martial arts, but I know he's a big motherfucker, and he can lift some heavy weights. Big dude, man. Uh, That'll be a good match. Next one. Here we go. Uh, Royce Isaac versus Calder McCall. So Royce, I know he has a wrestling background. I think he like wrestled in high school or something like that, and he still trains in like uh, you know amateur wrestling. He's going up against Calder, and Calder has an MMA background. Uh, I watched this guy. Calder released a clip not too long ago of him breaking another man's arm. Legit. Shoot. The guy refused to fucking tap. Calder said, okay, fine. If you're not going to tap, here you go. Broke that motherfucker. Um, And then this last match, I I, I haven't heard of any of these names. Uh, Diego Perez versus Gil Guadardo. Yeah. 
Um, I don't know who that is, but like I said, if they're on this card, there's probably a reason they're on it. I'm sure they deserve it. So that'll be uh, fun to watch. And that's on February 13th. Saturday. And then so they're doing – oh, and then they have Bloodsport 5 coming up, and that's on February 20th. So that is that next weekend? Yeah. Cool, man. One day, Mike. One day. Just tell me what I got to do to get on this card. <laughs> like, do I got to get like an MMA? Like, do I get an MMA fight or like, do I, I have to be so. like legit? I don't think so. I mean, may, I mean, I am a practicing Muay Thai guy. Yeah, that might be enough. There we go. That might be it. Just got maybe you just got to tweet at Josh Burnett's Bloodsport. Hey, get me uh, booked. Do they have some? It looks like they're running like a Mania weekend. Yeah, I think they're going to be doing a couple little shows. On Friday, Saturday, maybe Thursday too. But yeah, I mean, they're going to, if so theoretically, if you're going to get the stadium filled two days of 25,000 people, like you got to think there's going to be some people out there. So you might as well run a show. Yeah. I was, uh, looking at that and a lot of people were talking about like taking, uh, taking bookings for mania weekend. And it seems like there's some, some places running cool, man. Let's get, let's go back a little bit to normal, dude. I kind of freaked out today. And I mean, I mean, like freaked out, but you just get like, uh, uh, can I say like, uh, just upset, mm-hmm. you know, you just get tired of, of basically how the world's been for the past, what, 10 months, something Longer like that. that. It's been a, been a year now. It's just like, Hey, and, and I feel like there's like a, there's a, a glimmer of light at the end of the tunnel right now, Yeah. but we're and you're like, God, we're, we're almost at the end of this shit, but yet it still seems so far away. You know, there's just so much going on where it's like, and I'm talking about like little things. I'm talking about like, I was at like seven 11 getting a coffee and I'm looking for the lids and it's like, Oh, you got to go to the front counter to get the lid. Yeah. And it's like, what's the difference? Like the lid. Yeah. What's the lid going to do? Like, I mean, you're talking about the, 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 the front counter person that comes into contact with every person in the store is safer than the lid just kind of hanging out over here by yeah. itself. And then I'm walking around with exposed liquid through 7-Eleven with like other people in the store. Yeah. Like, I don't know, man. It's, it is very silly. It's just getting to the point where you're just like, I'm tired of this. <laughs> I the, just, the one, the one positive I had this weekend is I literally went to a Super Bowl and I'm not even called a party. Cause there was like five people there, but like all the people I was there with, they've been vaccinated already. Man. So like I'm, I, I have no worries going to see these people. Like I have no fear that like, Oh, I'm going to get sick from them. They've been vaccinated. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel better about that. But that's also the thing. Like, we have a vaccination, right? Yep. So basically we have the cure, yep. I'm guessing. Or it's something that's going to quell down the numbers. Or that's going to handle this. Yeah. And it, the rollout for it is so fucking sloppy, man. Terrible. It's like I have uh, two neighbors that uh, both work for uh, UCSD mm-hmm. and like the administration. I don't know, whatever. And they're talking about the rollout for it. And they're like, it, it didn't exist yeah. until like a month ago. And it's like, what? Like, this is a huge deal. This yeah. is... The, for months, even before the vaccine came out, there should have been like, hey, listen, when this comes out, here's how we're going to distribute it to, you know, at the federal level to the state level. Yeah. I don't know, man. It just seems like this is just taking so long. And then everybody's like bitching about like, oh, well, this one person snuck to the front of the line and got vaccinated. Tell you the truth. I don't give a damn who gets vaccinated. Every single person that gets in vac- gets vaccinated is one less person that we have to worry about. And here's the thing. There have been situations already where they've had to throw some of this stuff away because yes. they don't have enough people uh, that are like, cause they're putting it in these tiers. And if you don't give it to them in a certain length of time, it goes bad. I'm like, why don't you just set up a place set up? Like they have a Petco park and say, anyone can come 
and it's the first however many 50,000 or whatever. And then just whoever gets it that day gets it. And that's it. Like, and then you have the certain for the older people, but then there's people who want it. Cause there are people who want to get it, who like want to go back to normal. Yeah. And there's people who are like, I'm not going to get it. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. These are, <laughs> but these are people in some of these are people in the tier. And so they're not going to get it. So then that should go to someone else who yeah. actually wants to get it. If you don't want it, I'm sure there's somebody in line that wants to get Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Man, John, about like that, that like, you know, like vaccines getting, uh, going bad. Right. Yeah. So my, I know a nurse that works at a hospital and they had too many vials of the vaccination that they, they, that was going to go bad because I guess they didn't have enough refrigeration for it or some yeah, shit like probably. that. Right. So instead of it going to waste, they reached out to the local law enforcement to be like, Hey, do you guys want to come in and, and, and get you know your first round at least yeah the media caught wind of that and made it sound like a scandal and it's like no there's no scandal it's people being resourceful being like hey we got to get rid of this stuff what can we do and yes if you ask me law enforcement should be one of the first Absolutely. first groups of people to get vaccinated because they're coming into contact you can't just say hey guys sorry uh, we're shutting down law enforcement you know yeah. like, like 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 it's a restaurant or anything like that you, you need law enforcement out there yeah. I don't know, man. That's just the way I look at it is every person that gets the vaccination. I don't give a shit. Like, I understand there can be like the, the tears and like, yeah. Hey, women and children first, old people first, whatever. But Hey man, if some people slip in there that aren't, don't fit that tier, that's fine. I don't care. Just get it out there. And the other thing is if, if there's this such scale of people who don't want to take it, like then this is a much like smaller, unimportant thing, but like baseball season starting, if people aren't going to take it, let MLB vaccinate all their players and coaches Dude. so they can have a whole season where they don't have to worry about this shit. So they can just actually play a season and then maybe they can have fans in the stands. I'd like to go to a baseball game. Exactly. Like, so that's what I'm saying. Like in the beginning when all this stuff was happening, I was like, yeah, it's kind of stupid to worry about sports. But then there's like all these ones that are getting thrown away. And I'm like, all right, well if people aren't going to do it, give it to these athletes. Like they obviously are not as like, in danger of getting sick as like your 70 year old grandma, but there are some head, you know, managers and coaches who are like in their seventies yeah. who could take them, you know, yeah. give them, give them, just give them like with the NFL for next season. If this still isn't quelled by then, like give it to the players in the NFL. So we don't have these random weeks where teams had to play without quarterbacks because the entire quarterback room was in close contact to someone who got, yeah. you know, COVID. I don't know, man. The way I look at it is like, if you want it, get it. Yeah, every person that gets it, it's one less person you got to worry about. I you're, don't know. You're very likely once you get it. By the way, I've heard it's either the first or second shot. You're gonna have that day after that you're gonna get really sick. Yeah, two people I've talked to that got the second round said it put them down for like a day. Yeah. I'll take a I'll take a day off. Yeah, I'll take a day off if it means that I don't have to worry about this shit going forward. Yeah, <sighs> it's just too much, man. Too much. By the way, speaking of like media blowing shit up out of proportion. Uh, did you watch that Britney Spears documentary? No. All right. Let me tell you about this. I didn't even know about it until my wife recorded it. Uh, my so I was checking the DVR on my on my TV and I saw like the New York Times presents something and I was like, what the hell's this? And I saw it was about Britney Spears. And then I heard some people talking about it and I was like, all right, well I better watch this. Yeah, man. Paparazzi fucked that chick up, big time. Total dickhead moves. Also, uh, media back in the day, also dickhead moves on that girl, dude. I, I'm sure you, we we both watched it, right? 
Um, as far I'm talking about like her career. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, it's so insane going back watching this old footage of her getting interviewed when she's just a young girl and they're asking her, Hey, have you had sex? Hey, people are talking about your tits. It's like, what? I mean, she must have been 17 years old. Yeah. It's nuts. It's nuts. It's uh, if if you ever if you ever want just like a good barometer of like how shitty people are, just watch the show Entourage, because they play off so much of this shit. Like, there's a character that's supposed to be Britney Spears in the first couple of seasons, and the whole thing is about her sex appeal. And I'm like, this is so creepy. Damn. Like, even with Britney, it's like, yeah, at my age, like I looked at Britney Spears as a sex, uh, like not object. Well, but yeah, because like, we were like the same age as her. And I was like, oh man, she's really hot. Like that's what I thought of her, but I was also a teenager growing yeah. up, and you know. Yeah. What not. So, yeah. I never had a thing for Britney Spears. My older brother liked her a lot, but uh, it was never really like, I don't know. I just, I th- obviously she's pretty. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I wasn't like way too into her. But uh, it's just funny going back and, you know, they're interviewing uh, like the po- like a few of the paparazzi that would follow her around and they're trying to like justify what they did. And it's like, dude, you're such a douche. Yeah. You're such a fucking douche. And you're trying to justify what you did and I understand you got a million dollars for that one picture mm-hmm. <laughs> you know but like it's kind of like how how low are you willing to go to make a buck yeah that's the thing those people that do those jobs like the TMZ people I'm just like I would never do, I would never be able to morally be able to do a job like that I would not be able to snap photos of someone that I know just got like cheated on or it's in like an uh, middle of an ugly divorce I would not have like the moral ambiguity to be like, Hey, what do you think about him being out with this girl yeah. last week? Like I couldn't do that. Like, it's just not in my nature. Yeah. It was but funny yeah. too. Cause they had Matt, Matt Lauer yeah. on there and Matt Lauer. Uh, it's, it's, it's after she had a kid mm-hmm. and like the, some motherfucker popped uh, or uh, took a picture of her with the kid in her lap while she's driving. And they made it like some huge scandal. And Matt Lauer's like, they're, they're saying you're a bad mom. How do you feel about that? And it's like, Time finally, you know, time told who was the wrong person in that fucking yeah. uh, conversation because Matt Lauer turned out to be a t- turned out to be a total piece of shit. Um, and it's so funny too, like, and this is me growing up. I would ride on the on the tailgate of my dad's truck. You know, we'd go out and like if we were working around like uh, the baseball fields or like trick or treating, right? We would we'd ride in the back of the truck, ride in the back of the truck. It's illegal now, but back then nobody cared. Yeah. And guess what? My dad probably had a rum and coke in hand too while we we're doing it. Did you see that video of Aaron Rodgers a couple weeks ago? Uh, oh, he was in the yeah. bed of a truck just drinking beers, getting driven around Wisconsin. I was like, that's pretty baller. Yeah, and people are like making like a big deal out of it. And it's yeah. like, so what, dude? So what? The guy's living. Who cares? But anyways, yeah, I mean, we used to ride around the back of the the bed of the truck. No big deal. Yeah. No big deal. Oh well. Can't do that anymore. Um, and then you know it's also funny is uh so like they, they made like rules against paparazzi right and I don't know like if paparazzi is still like a huge thing or if it was or if it's even close to what it was back in the day I think so because I've seen way too many pictures recently of Ben Affleck getting like Uber Eats delivered to his house picking it up like I don't know if you've seen that picture where he's like yeah caught, like that's in front of that guy's house I like, feel like it's not as intrusive as it used to be though no. Not not back like in the back in the days. Like if you think about it, like the paparazzi killed Princess Diana. Yeah, and that you know everyone gets mad at Prince Harry for like 
leaving and going to like Canada, I'm like, yeah, you guys are forgetting that he just doesn't want to be on paparazzi because they killed his mom. Yeah. Remember what happened to his mom? Yeah. Remember that story? Do you guys he, need to be reminded about that? He doesn't want to deal with you guys because of that shit. But. And then, um, but anyways, yeah, I think they made like a few rules about like it being as intrusive. Yeah. And plus like these paparazzis would be like trying to like stir up some shit. Right. They'd be like whoever this celebrity is. Hey, I heard you're a whore. Heard you're, you know, like, yeah, you know, just like saying some shit just to get a reaction out of them. And then they would snap off pictures and then the news would be like, hey, look, so and so is fucking nuts. You know, they, they went off on this poor paparazzi person that was just trying to make a living. And it's like, yep. no, you don't get it. But it's funny because like now, like the paparazzi seems like it's like it's not as big of a problem anymore. And but you know everyone the, has camera phones. Yeah. But you know where the problem is now? Social media. Yeah. Social media with the comment sections. Man, can we please calm down a little bit with the comment? So I watched, I, I read this thing. It was on Yahoo. I read like the front page of Yahoo. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, and some, uh, I don't know what the hell she was. These people are like somewhat celebrities. They're like influencers. Yeah. So this like 25 year old influencer chick made a comment about a, an, another influencer or a YouTuber or whatever the hell he was that just ter- turned 18. How she was like, oh, like, Made like like a like a like a sex joke about like yeah, and people are like so she's twenty five, he just turned eighteen, and they're like, oh that's not cool you know you're that's like predatory, uh behavior and all that kind of it's like fuck you, the kid turned eighteen he's legal now he's legal now she's twenty five not that big of a deal not that big of an age gap, why like they're trying to like uh, people are like making comments like she's she's a predator she's all it's like. Oh my God, man. Some people have, can I say this? Just cause you don't like it. doesn't mean it's illegal. And it's not always necessarily just about like really trying to get like something sexually out of stuff. Like it could just be like a joke, but maybe it was, friends. Like, it, it was a, yeah, just a, a, a joke, a comment. Like I know you people know? got really offended a couple of years ago when, uh, Drake started like talking to, uh, Millie Bobby Brown, who's on stranger things. She's yeah. 11 yeah. and lets their character and she's going to be 18, I think in like a year or two. And like, everyone's like making jokes that he's talking to her, getting in there so he can be ready when she turns 18. I'm like, that's so gross, man. People say shit like that. I'm just like, really? Uh, Come on. I don't know about Yeah. That... And I think he's like almost 30. So like it would, but also like, what is he talking to her about? Like, is he saying like, Hey, here's an idea for, yeah. a, 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 what does she do? Is she an actress? She's an actress. Yeah. So hey, here's an idea, or he like can hey, sing would you too. Be- so for all I know, maybe he's like giving her advice on music stuff. Like yeah. go to this person, go to this person. Like, and then oh, let's bring like so people are trying to like make up a story that's not there, right? It's yeah. kind of like what we're talking about. You, so so you see homeboy for the Chiefs that uh, made that comment that like so Tom Brady said something to him on the field. Yeah, and then the what's the guy's name? It's like Tyron Matthew. Tyron Matthew. Yeah, and he goes, and they said, "Oh, well, what did he say?" And he goes, "I'm not going to repeat what he said." Yeah, and then now everyone oh, thinks Tom Brady is a racist. Exactly. Exactly. You, you fucking cock. Like, yeah. You understand what you're you, you you know what you're doing. Exactly. You know what you're doing by saying, "Oh, I don't want to repeat yeah. what he said," because he's an African American male. The Matthew guy, right? Yeah. And Tom Brady obviously is a white male, and it's just like, dude. By you saying that, you're already getting the wheels running. Yeah. And, you know, for all I know, Brady called him a bitch. Yeah. Like, what if he called him a pussy on the field? It, it, there's a lot of shit talking that happens on, on, on sports fields. Yeah. And it's just, is it is what it is. But the thing is, like, man, now 
why can't you just say, hey, you know what? He said something. It was all in good fun. It had nothing to do with racism or nothing like that. Say, come on, man. You're being a douche now by, by saying, oh, I'm not going to say what he said on field. Yeah. Because people are automatically going to pick that ball up and run with it and go probably somewhere that it didn't it it never went near. I don't know, man. I'm tired of this stuff, dude. It's yeah. And just like people are doing creepy shit now. Like, I don't know if you've seen some of the things I've like retweeted. Like people are like sending mail to these like women's wrestlers houses. What? Like, how do they get like Peyton Royce? Like has gotten like mail sent to her house like multiple times. And it's happened with not just her. Multiple women have gotten this. And like, think Kayla Braxton who's like a announcer for WWE she like got stuff sent to her hair salon today by people it's <laughs> just so creepy like just don't do it there's 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 a place I'm sure there's an address online to the performance center send the shit there they'll get it even still Ugh, crazy man so gross interesting stuff man it's even getting gnarlier I mean who was it was it uh Sonya Deville and Mandy Rose man they yeah. had that dude that came that walked into their house yep. crazy stuff man the pictures at the airports thing, the stalking the people at the airport thing is so weird to me too. Like, yeah, it's nuts, man. I but I can never get in that mindset. Like if I run into someone like that's like, so a celebrity I'll see him and like, depending on the mood, they look like they're in all might approach them. Yeah. But nine times out of 10, I'm not going to fucking bother. Them. Yeah. You just, Hey, look at there's so-and-so like, there over there. Is, and right. then you just walk by, especially like, when you're in an airport, everyone's in a bad mood at the airport. Yeah. Like, no one's happy to be at the airport. I remember like, I saw, um, uh, the new new day guy, uh, the smart one, the Xavier Xavier Woods. I saw I saw him at the uh, San Diego airport one time from a distance, and I was like, oh, there is. there's a there's a yeah. Xavier Woods over there. Um, you know, I, I'm not gonna run over and ask for his autograph. He looked like he was tired as hell. It was early in the morning. Yeah. Plus, you're a wrestler. You know, probably Plus, what gonna, his weekend's been like. Plus, I'm not, I couldn't tell you the last time I asked for an autograph. <laughs> I don't think people ask. I think people just ask for pictures now. Yeah, I remember um, autographs. I don't. The last time I got an autograph, I was probably like at Jack Murphy, Jack Murphy Stadium, early before a Padres game. Yeah, you know, because they can sign baseballs, and you're like, that's the souvenir I can keep in like yeah. a thing. But wrestling, it's like, by the way, sign my magazine. Like for all you young kids, Jack Murphy Stadium eventually turned into Qualcomm Stadium, which is sadly being torn down as we speak. But it needs to be. Yeah. What the fuck is there the point of having a gigantic stadium in the middle of San Diego that doesn't get used? Well, they're just going to put a new stadium there. Well, that's fine. Yeah. Put a new one up. Get some new. Get some. I don't know. Maybe we'll get a mania here. I don't know how 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 much are they trying to make out of the stadium? I think like, they're trying to make it into a soccer stadium. Yeah, I'm not. A, I'm not a soccer guy. I could. I could. I'd rather have something else here. Maybe someday someone will try to bring back the Chargers. One day, one day, one day. I don't know. Hey, we have a uh, a question. I don't know what happened this week, guys. I'm a little disappointed, all you f- people out there listening. Yeah, people had a busy weekend. Usually you guys are all sending good questions. I only got one this week, so let me see. People had busy weekends. All right, so the one question we got was from Chad FY. This is Chad Rico. Oh, okay. Chad is a uh, referee. Okay, yeah. He gave me a suggestion for a topic a couple weeks ago what was through that Facebook, but oh, really? it's pointless now because the people who were going to be on it were going to be the ones talking about it's it. It's moot. Moot, yeah. So he asks, in your opinion, which ECW One Night Stand was better, 2005 or six? Chad, I'm going to be 100% honest here. 
I don't I don't know either of them. So in 2005 and 2006, I was working in the nightclub industry. Uh, usually, I don't know Tuesday through Saturday nights, mm-hmm. and uh, and then on Sunday and Mondays I was out getting all kinds of faded. That's what we used to get when we were younger, faded. Faded. Remember faded? Uh, I was getting all kinds of faded on Saturday, uh, Sunday and Monday nights, so I kind of fell out of wrestling during that time frame, and I didn't watch either of those. Adam, did you have a preference? Um, I think 2005 was more of what the original ECW was, so I think I would say that one. Uh, 2006 was more or less the beginning of the WWECW. Which was not as good, so I'd probably say the 2005. Were you? Uh, have you ever had like a time, like a few years off of wrestling, or have you always been kind of like yeah, um, kept your finger to the pulse? I would say when I moved to California in 2001, I probably like after WrestleMania 17, I missed a lot of 2001 wrestling. Okay, I eventually caught up with it, but now I've pretty much been on it since like 2005, like pretty much been into it watching it paying attention to what's going on i don't like at this point i don't watch it weekly yeah i used i used to be one of those people that watched everything everything raw smackdown nxt i'd watch them all but at this point it's like i don't really want to anymore yeah like, i just don't have the energy to watch all that um yeah i fell out for like a few years um probably in between like 2004 and 2000 and like Probably like 2013, probably. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Like I was, I mean, I I would check in every once in a while. I would check it out and I knew who the players were and all that kind of stuff. That's how I am now. That's like when you're reading off the blood sport, I'm like, I don't really know any of these people. Like I'm not really like, I know kind of what's going on, but I'm not following as intently right now Mm -hmm. as I have in the past. So like if you reference stuff that happened 10 years ago, like Yuma taking the Steenalyzer, I'm like, yeah, I was there. I could tell you how Yuma was an hour before he took the move. I can tell you like, <laughs> I, but like today I'm like, yeah, I don't know. Like, um, but yeah. So sorry, Chad, I wasn't really watching wrestling. Then I was out being a dude. There was another question that was asked after we recorded last week that I asked Devin and I can ask you too. ask me, ask away. Yeah. Uh, would you rather win a Royal rumble or a money in the bank match? Royal that's rumble. From 10. I figured that's Royal what rumble. Yeah. Uh, like I said, Royal rumble is my favorite event favorite pay-per-view uh when it comes to wrestling money in the bank's cool yeah. but it, it's become the bar has been set so fucking high with money in the bank where it's like you're almost have to like make peace with yourself before you go into that match because you're like i might die yeah because they're doing so much crazy shit now with that stuff um and yeah, Royal Rumble is just way fucking cooler yeah. to me. The Royal Rumble is on like my bucket list of shows I wanted to attend before I went to the one in 13. I was like, I have to see a Royal Rumble at some point whenever it's close. And then it was here. And I was like, okay, yeah. I'm going to that. Don't get me wrong. Like the money in the bank matches are pretty awesome. Like if you know, they're done right and some crazy shit happens, but the Royal Rumble, man, all day. And I found out recently, did you know the 99 Rumble was in San Diego? No. I saw something recently. Uh, Austin was talking about that match that him and Vince were one and two. That Rumble was in San Diego. Really? And I'm like, I mean, I didn't live here at the time, but I'm like, think that they like had like a Royal Rumble in San Diego. It's kind of crazy. Well, I was all right, I was all the way out in Ramona, and back then we didn't have this incredible. Well, actually, we had it, but it just kind of wasn't as good as it is now. It's called the internet. 
uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I didn't go to like, I went to one house show when I was a kid, like in, in high school. That was my first wrestling event ever was the house show. The house greatest, show. greatest house show I've ever been in my life. I'm sorry. It was in the Anaheim pond. I don't know why I got that. Maybe it was something he was talking about. There was, a, there, I think there was another pay-per-view in San Diego way back in the day, like during the attitude era. Uh, yeah. The, there was the pay-per-view that Jericho won the undisputed title. There you that go. He, he beat the rock in, and uh, Austin in the same stone cold. Yeah. 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 So I apologize for that. Miss. All right. We corrected it. Yeah. No big deal. But anyways, uh, you seen that Yokozuna documentary yet? I've been meaning to. I do too. I want to watch it. I've, every week I'm kind of like, oh, I'm going to watch it. And then I just never get to it. It looks really interesting. You know, what's funny is when I was a kid, they brought Yokozuna out. They called him Yokozuna. I was like, yeah, he's obviously Japanese. Yep. <laughs> and then uh turns out he wasn't. Yep. And you learn about all these people he's related to. And you're like, oh. Big old Samoans. Like, why didn't I look at Rikishi and Yokozuna and go, no, they kind of look alike a little bit. Like, why didn't I think about that yep. back then? Like, yep. Nope. But when you're a kid, you don't think about that stuff. Like, there's no internet telling you, oh, by the way, he's not Japanese. You are telling me. He is Japanese, and I am believing you. I believe you. That's what. I, that's how it was back in the that's day. Like I believe Papa Shango was a witch doctor. Yeah, like, dude. Yeah. Papa Shango. I didn't even tell you the truth. Not until a handful of years ago did I even know the Godfather, uh, Papa Shango, and uh, Kama. Kama. I didn't. I didn't know they were the same person. Did not know. I did not realize that Rikishi was the Sultan. I didn't know that either. I don't know, man. I'm, I, I'm just. I like wrestling, but I'm not that hardcore. I guess just like I think it was pretty well known after, but a couple of years after he found out that Kane was Isaac Yankum. And uh, like, oh, I didn't know that, but, and then I eventually figured it yeah. out. Like, yeah, yeah. Once he takes the mask off, you're like, yeah, it's the same guy, <laughs> <laughs> but it's the stuff, you, the stuff. And that's unfortunate. Cause that's like the stuff you can't do anymore. Oh, you cannot you can't repackage somebody. Yeah. Like, they'd be like, well, that's that guy. I know who that guy is. It's exactly like what happened when, uh, when they first debuted Bray Wyatt, yeah. Um. On the main roster, and everybody's kept yelling Husky Harris yeah. in the audience, and it's like, uh, I mean, they they powered through it. Yeah. And now he is Bray Wyatt. Yeah. But it's just that's like the 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 immediate response you're gonna get if you try and repackage somebody under a completely new character. You're gonna get like that, you know, the the, the people in the stands, the Smarks. Yeah. Trying to, uh, you know. And they don't realize that they're actually doing damage to that person. Like as a character, if they do that, like yeah. the office is immediately going to be like, oh, they f- they know who this guy is. We can't do this. Yeah. But sometimes yeah. they, like you said, they power through it, power through it, man. And, and he's probably one of the best characters in wrestling right now. Good character. Actually, I like that Alexa Bliss is with him, too. Yeah. I think she does a really, really good job. Yeah. She's multifaceted. She can do a lot. Yeah. Uh, What else we got to talk about? Anything? Anything you want to talk about? Um, did you see the uh, new Denzel Washington Rami Malek movie? On no. Uh, is it called The Little Things? It's called The Little Things or something like I that. I have heard about it. I heard it's good, but I also heard it's pretty confusing. Yeah, I I didn't like it at all. Really? No, I I, it was bad. I didn't. I didn't watch it. Yeah. You do if you you should watch it because you know obviously you should have your own opinion, and not listen to what other people tell you. But yeah, I, I watched it and I just such a confusing like nonsensical parts movie yeah yeah. i'm a big fan of denzel washington oh i love all those guys in that movie dude jared leto too jared leto yeah awesome dials buyers club love that movie you know he started a cult last year excuse me he uh took all these people to like an island and started the cult of jared leto 
All it was right. like it was like 30 seconds to Mars, basically. It wasn't like a cult in terms of like, but he brought all these people there for like a concert, but it was like the cult of 30 seconds to Mars or something like that. Just Google it. It's uh, a real thing, and it's pretty hilarious. I uh, I remember Jared Leto all the way back to My So-Called Life. You know about that? I didn't know he was on it. I know of the show, but I didn't know he was Hell on it. Hell yeah, he was on it. He was uh, Jordan Catalano. Hmm. He was uh, the love interest of Claire Danes, and I can't remember her character name on the show. Love that fucking show, though. Yo, uh, you watch Euphoria on HBO? No, I've heard it's good. Oh, I like Zendaya. I like Zendaya, so I, I will watch it at some point. She kills it. She did another. She did a new movie that just came out on Netflix with her and uh, she did Denzel Washington's son. Oh yeah, yeah. So it's called Malcolm and Marie. Apparently, they made it like in the middle of nowhere, like a couple of months ago, uh-huh. during all this shit. So. Well, this euphoria, it's funny because I compared it to my so-called life. Okay. Obviously, it's different times and all that kind of stuff. But And then in that euphoria show, they reference my so-called life. And I was like, ah, there it is. There it is. My so-called life, though. Good show. Good show. You know where I know Jared Leto from? Hey, Paul. Uh, American Psycho. Oh, that's right. He was was in the news. Yep. Yep. Did he kill him or didn't he kill him? Is it real or was it not? That's a crazy movie. Crazy movie. Yeah, it's Christian Bale at the beginning. The movie is like 20 years old. Yeah. Actually, I just had to tell somebody yesterday. Oh, it was music. Uh, they were playing uh, Metallica. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was like, yeah, hey, you've seen this? I was talking to a person. I'm like, you seen them in concert? And they're like, no. And I was like, I saw them. And I had to put them. I go, oh, shit. I saw him 20 years ago. <laughs> That's like, and I told the guy I was talking to, I go, that hurts to say. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, Denzel Washington, one of my favorite actors. He's great. He's so have awesome. you ever seen, this is a, a movie I don't think a lot of people have seen, Deja Vu. Who's in that with him? Dog. Uh, Val Kilmer. I, I probably saw it, but that, that movie came out a while ago, right? Yeah. Okay. But it is so good. So good, man. Remember, uh, okay, so who else? Uh, remember the Bash Brothers in Mighty Ducks? Yes. Remember the red-headed cat? Mm-hmm. Okay, so he's in it. And then um, who's the other guy? He's he, You'll recognize like a few, but great movie, man. It's awesome. I recommend it to everybody. Here's like my top, let's go top three Denzel Washington movies, right? Not in any particular order. Training Day, incredible. Uh, man on fire you seen that yes what it's a great movie great if you movie. don't tear up at the man of at the end of man of man on fire yeah you have no soul no heart you're not even human uh and then uh deja vu love that fucking movie sick don't ask me about i haven't seen malcolm x yeah i haven't either what else he was in some glory like, i haven't seen glory okay i saw that that was a long ago but he was good in that i mean he's good in everything dude denzel washington's the man yeah but his his son is actually a pretty good actor too. Is he? He's in um, uh, Tenet, which is Christopher Nolan's new movie. Okay, Wh- who is he in Tenet? Uh, the main character. Really? Yeah. That's it. So I've been trying to watch Tenet, but I've heard like one of my good friends. What up, Alec? He told me he's like by the seventh time you watch it, you'll get it. Which so I'm just like, because ah. I'm a big Christopher Nolan fan. Yeah. And uh, but you'll, you'll get it. The thing is, like, you have to like paying attention like no distractions you have to like yeah no distractions like if you miss like a second you might miss something that's important and it has a lot to do with like 
different time period, different yeah, yeah. time frames. Like it has a lot to do with time. And like, if you miss something, it'll completely confuse you. But that, that's what, um, my buddy Alec, who's also a big Christopher Nolan fan. He told me, he goes, every Nolan movie ha- has to deal with the concept of time. Yeah. You know, like think about, uh, what was the one with McConaughey, uh, interstellar interstellar. It's about time, right? Gravity. Yeah. You know, like what's, what's, you know, 20 minutes to them out in their outer space yeah. is 20 years on earth and all that kind of stuff, you know, like, so you're dealing with the concept of time. All, all of his movies always have to do too. different dream levels. You're there you in go. dreams for a certain amount of time. Yep. Five That's my minutes. favorite. His movies is inception. I love that movie, man. I do. I don't give a shit if people like want to shit on it or not. I love that fucking movie. It's, it's not that complicated of a movie. If you like, listen to what they're talking, like you can watch it different times and take something different from it every time, which is what I like. Yeah. Like there's parts of it where I take it and I go, is this all, is this whole movie Leo dreaming all of this? Like, yep. is he stuck in that last like thing? Like, cause there's a lot of stuff like there's the, they talk about the code words. And at one point his wife who everyone thinks is dead is saying these things to him in the supposed dream. And I'm like, well, is he the one that's in the dream? Like, yep. and then, but then in the movie, you're just like, you take out of it. What you want to take out of it? I like how it, yeah, it's open-ended Yeah, the top. It, it doesn't, start to fall but maybe it does afterwards yeah and also they they clearly say in the middle of the movie that if it's not your totem it won't work and that wasn't his totem it was his wife's totem so it wouldn't have worked you're going deep you're even yeah. deeper than what I i've thinking. seen that movie so many times i like that movie and i like movie. i like reading all this stuff reading all the ideas and theories behind the movie because i'm a nolan guy i'm a leonardo dicaprio guy so i know man i uh i was not a dicaprio guy when i was younger he was in titanic right? well he was in titanic he had like uh what was the flying movie? Uh, the Aviator. The Aviator. Really movie, though. Eh, fuck that noise. Um, he had like a few other ones, like Catch Me If You Can. You know, it was like incredible. Come on, but fuck. Catch Me If You Can is one of the best movies I've ever seen. It's nah. so good. Lame dog. Um, but then he came out in The Departed, and I was like, dude. Yeah. And then, uh, oh, here's a here's a throwback. Uh, William Shakespeare's Romeo and Juliet. You remember that? I don't, I think I probably saw it, but dude. I don't remember it. It's so good. So like they kind of modernize. Yeah. You know, there's no, there's no sword right. fights. They're but they like, all still talk in the same dialect. Yeah. Right? It's yeah. sick. It's sweet. But anyways, he came out with the departed sick blood diamond sick. Blood diamond was awesome. So um, underrated. Yeah. Shutter Island. <laughs> yeah. What? The only dilemma I have with Shutter Island is if you've seen the movie once, you can't really watch it again. Yeah. But it's so yeah. good. The first, the time. premise of shutter Island is basically built around the twist at the end. Yes. So if you watch the movie, knowing the twist at the end, it's not as enjoyable, but the movie itself is really good. Mark Ruffalo is in that too. That's right. He plays the other cop. So my wife wanted to go see that movie and I thought it was like a horror film and I'm just like, That's what is the Caprio? Like, yeah. What's the Caprio doing in a horror film? And she really wanted to see it. And I was like, fine, let's go see it. My mind was blown away. And then at the end, I popped. Yeah. I was like, this movie is so fucking good. Uh, yeah. Anyways, I'm a big fan of DiCaprio now. Yeah. Like I said, Departed, sick. Blood Diamond, sick. Shutter Island, sick. I'm sure there's a few others in there that I dig. Inception. Uh, Inception, love it. The movie, oh, the Wolf of Wall Street's awesome. Wolf of Wall Street, love it. Incredible movie. Yeah. Uh, once upon a time in Hollywood. I don't know if you've seen it. Holy shit. Is that a good movie? Such a good movie. Such a good movie, man. He's yeah. good in that too. And I'm not like, a, I'm not a big uh, Tarantino guy, but that's a great movie. That's a good movie. All those movies are at least good. Like I don't watch a Tarantino movie and go, that was bad. At least the last couple, like Django's awesome. I thought yeah. Django's really good. 
Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is really good. Like his movies just get better. Yeah, I I really like the uh, the ending of uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood too. That's so funny. You uh, you know it's obviously like the real story is yeah. you know Sharon Tate and the other people died, but I love how this movie ended. Yeah, it's a fairy tale ending, right? Like it's that's not real. Well, that's that's what no, that's like he basically told you with the title of the movie that it was a fairy tale. Yeah. Once upon a time in Hollywood. Yeah. And then the end comes and you're like, Oh, I fucking get it. And I like how there was a controversy before that movie was even released about like, Oh, it's about Manson. Right. And like the, the Sharon Tate and uh, the, the, the deaths yeah. and all that stuff. And people were like, Oh, you can't fucking, you know, like glamorize Charlie Manson and all that kind of stuff. And it's like, just wait till you watch the fucking film. Yeah, I mean, if you had watched a Tarantino movie before, I don't know if you guys know this, but Hitler was not killed in a theater, and he wasn't in Glorious Bastards. That's right. So Tarantino takes some liberties with the uh, past. Historical. Historical inaccuracies. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I saw I was like, I I doubt Tarantino's going to actually do the Sharon Tate murders, like... Cause someone made a movie about that, the Sharon Tate murders and it did terribly. No one liked it. Like oh, really? Hillary Duff played Sharon Tate and it was so bad. It got such bad reviews. And I'm like, yeah, that's what happens when you try to make a movie about something. People don't want to just sit there and watch like, yeah. Hey, you want to watch a movie where someone gets murdered at the end? Well, do you want to see the bad people get murdered? Yeah. You want to see the bad people get murdered <laughs> while Brad Pitt is like high on whatever he smoked and Leo torches him with a flamethrower. Like, yeah, sick. the movie was awesome. Sick. All right, man, let's wrap this up because yeah. we're just flapping our gums to movie reviews. Yeah, there's no. I mean, there's no wrestling right now. I mean, you're wrestling every week, but I'm wrestling every week. You don't have road stories because you're just driving to. I'm driving about 15 minutes from my house La to La Mesa. So, anyways, thanks, guys. I appreciate you uh, listening to this episode of the Hogsman Pod. By the way, questions. They don't have to be wrestling related. No. You want me to answer a relationship? You want relationship advice? I'll give you relationship advice. Believe it or not, very good at it. Yeah. Very good at it. You know why? I don't know why. I just am. I mean, you're, um, you're happily married. That's reason enough. I'm happily married. Uh, check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Go to our social media accounts at Hogsman pod on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, uh, the Kaiju Devin Sparks just got a whole bunch of new Hogsman shirts on pro wrestling tees. So if you go to pro wrestling tees.com backslash, ho- I don't know, Hogsman, man. I think. All right, go to, this is what you're gonna do. You're going to type in about it. You're going to type in pro wrestling tees.com. Then you're going to go to the search bar and you're going to type in Hogsman and you're going to see a whole bunch of shirts show up. We got the, uh, if you want the tip, you got to take the whole hog. We got the street, street style verse, or I'm sorry, uh, what is it? Strong style versus street style shirts. We got the hogs pack shirt. Yep. And there's another one. What's the other one on there? Uh, if you want the tip. Did you already no, say that? we already got that uh, one. Sticky hogs. We got the sticky hogs shirt. Listen, there's a whole bunch of shirts. Go check them out. And by Go. the way, if say you're sitting there and you're like, I don't want another t-shirt. Maybe you want a sweatshirt. You can put these logos on sweatshirts. Just oh, really? It's just a little extra. Yeah, it's like Hell four dollars yeah. extra. You can put a get a long sleeve shirt. You can get a sweatshirt. You can get whatever you want. Wait, they give you all the customizable customizable options. Go check that out. And shout out to Ten Barrel Brewing Pub Beer, cheap fun beer. What's up? That's about out. That's about. Is that about, that's about it? it? That's about it, man. Good episode. Yeah.
Maybe. I don't know. Maybe we have. Let us know. But anyways, we'll be back next week. Check out the Hogs ca- uh, the Hogs Pack, the Red and Black with Devin Sparks. That's coming out Thursday morning. I Please believe. watch it on YouTube. Go to YouTube. I'm going to put on a stupid, like, nice jacket so I can look like I'm at an award show tomorrow. Please just watch it so Devin, I don't feel Devin's like an idiot. Devin's making you do that? No, but I'm going to do it because I'm committed to the bit at this point. So All right. Poor Adam. I hope he does it. I hope he does it too. But Poor Adam. Adam is like, hey, Mike, what do you need me to do? I'm like, nothing. Just show up. Yeah. I couldn't really imagine what your conversation with Devin go like. Oh, I, I've been so much like you do what you want to do. And just <laughs> like there's a re- the reason I posted all the hoggy stuff on Saturday is because it took three days for me to get that information. Cause the other option was <laughs> listening back to the whole show and writing it down as he talked. And I was not in the mood to do that. I'm in, the, I'm in the midst of doing three podcasts right now. And then I have other people hitting me up for other podcasts cause they know that I can do this now. So, well, look at that. You're going for the producer of the year. Yeah. Producer I'm going to be year. a less rich Conrad Thompson. There you go. All right, guys. Appreciate you listening. If you want the tip, Adam, what do they got to do? Oh, no, wait, no. If you want the tip, that's right, yes. If you want the tip, what do they got to do? They got to take the whole hog. Hey.